it's Nick Kershaw here and welcome to a one-off detour out of what we were planning to do with this episode into something completely different because I didn't want to write about bureaucracy in Nepal today. I didn't feel like it. I promised it to you yesterday and I know you must be gutted. You tuned in to listen to this podcast thinking, yes, it's bureaucracy day. I want to hear all about the joys of bureaucracy in Nepal. Well, you know what? There's so much to write that I'm going to just drip feed that to you over the coming weeks. Today, today is a special episode and it's because one year ago today, life was a little bit different. For anyone who was sat there on the final night of our Jordan race in Wadi Rum Desert last year, you'll know a little bit about this. But to anyone else, this may come not as a surprise, because it's no surprise that it's been a difficult few years. But the passion and energy with which I'm approaching today, the 25th of October, Every year for the rest of my life is going to come from the 25th of October, 2022. And if you'll rewind that year back, I was looking at a screen full of numbers that didn't add up. And we had found that during the pandemic, we'd battened down the hatches. We hadn't done too many races. Um, we hadn't been able to. We'd seen lots of people deferring, and that was good, and they were staying, and people wanted to support Impact. And, and there was this uh, sort of camaraderie of spirit that collectively took us through those first two years, 2020, 2021. They were, they were tough, but we fought it. But 2022 was different. 2022, we were back to full events, but people still hadn't quite got out to travel again and we were seeing more people not joining our races than usual. Now normally we would expect maybe after registration 10, maybe 5% usually of people who defer or yeah, don't end up coming out to the race. That's that's reasonably normal has been since we first began. But last year we saw 50%. 50% of people not showing up to races, not finishing off and coming out and um that was catastrophic to our ability to raise enough funds and our ability to pay the costs of the events. So we really were just having to step bang into the unknown. And those numbers were very clear. And yesterday the episode was called The Crevasse. This was another crevasse. This was deeper than the four-foot crevasse that Resham and I went for and rebuilt in two hours. This has taken, well, it's taken a bit longer than that. I was torn at that time. I was torn between two equally compelling but entirely opposing convictions. One, the Impact Marathon was on the verge of not making it into 2023. And two, that we were going to make it to 2023. We were going to bounce forward. We were going to bounce back and we were going to get through this. You see... Although those are two very, very different convictions, the reality was that the latter was always going to win out because this has been too much of a journey. You've been hearing on these podcasts just how much of a journey it's been. But when you're on the edge, that's when clarity strikes. We had to pivot, we had to reassess, and we had to make some serious changes. No matter how daunting they seemed at the time, we had to make some adjustments and just be bloody brave sat there on the 25th of october 2022 
I knew we had two races coming up, Nepal and then Jordan. And I knew that Nepal would go great. And I really hoped Jordan would as well, but we'd never done a race in Jordan before. But it looked good. Sat there in December, two months later, we'd seen the power of Impact Marathon and what it does once again in November in Nepal and once again in December in Jordan. So we had to keep making those adjustments. We made one step more, one step more, one step more, one more adjustment, one more push, one more email, one more post, keep pushing, one more conversation, one more reach out email. These were small victories, but every single one created that little ripple, a palpable hint of momentum that pointed us away from that dark abyss towards hopefully that brighter horizon. Now fast forward to today, and I'm about to send out the annual shareholder update. A few years ago, we had a crowdfund. Stressful six weeks, that'll be another show. I know lots of people want to know what it's like to be behind the scenes at a crowdfund. Um, And that was an incredible learning experience, but it meant that we had 100 people come on board and support us and help us sort of grow impact out from the one or two races we had at the time into the seven races we had going in to 2019, 2020. And I'll forever be grateful and honoured by every single person who put in whatever it was, £10 upwards to really drive impact forward. Today I wrote an email that was not written out of an optimistic vigor to keep everybody excited and on board for Impact Marathon. Today came from a place of genuine core confidence. It's surreal to express the emotional weight that lifts off when you transition from surviving on faith to knowing that we're going to make it. That one more step, one more step, one more step attitude has got us to the point where looking forward is not a rose garden, but it's not a bed of thorns either. And we've arrived here today sending out the shareholder update and it just feels amazing and I just wanted to share it because there's no point of doing this well-scripted podcast about what we did before, how we made it through. What we... Today, today, today was a moment where we could really share that passion and energy with, with all of those who backed us, and I just wanted to share it here. So what does here look like? Where we stood right now? Well, in a few months time, no, a month's time, 10 water filtration systems are going to be installed in 10 schools across the mountain where we have our race. This is going to touch thousands of lives. It's an initiative that I'm so, so proud of because it's led by the community who are putting in 20% of the costs. It's led by great leaders who have a vision for their community, who I know from what we've done in the past will continue to drive this work on and will continue to make this is a real worthwhile project because it's going to be maintained every year. It's going to be alongside a wash program, meaning the kids will come home from school teaching their parents about hygiene and clean water. And the kids, as we've seen from previous water filtration projects, we've also seen that kids will be in school more because they be, won't be so ill and because families need the clean water to be brought home. 
It's an amazing project and I'm so amazed. Jordan, we've partnered up with the Invictus Games. The Invictus Games. It's incredible. That's the dream I had in 2015. I wrote uh, a list of organizations, five organizations that I hoped one day we would be able to work with. And when we land in Jordan, a group of Invictus athletes are landing with us. And that's a partnership that just is such a testament to who they are as an organization and, and who we are. And, and I'm, I'm so proud of that. And let's not skip over Guatemala, where right now we've seen in this past uh, week the Trail Running Academy take another leap forward. Alma Kilo, who's been supporting our team, what an amazing woman. There's going to be an episode on her in the future. She's been driving this, this, this progress in, in bringing youth into trail running, into bringing youth into running in nature. And this parcel of land in the middle of Guatemala that's owned by Ceres, our partner organization. When we first met in 2015, no, well, 2018 was Guatemala, yeah. But I met her. 2016 was when I met the founders, yeah. Anyway, we, we backed it. It was a parcel of land and we backed it. There was a vision for a leadership center, but there's been since then challenges that you would not believe. There's been challenges with security. There's been challenges with the volcanic eruption. And yet that land now is a hub of young leadership. That land now hosts permaculture training so that we can get more out of the earth with less. That parcel of land is now where we're hosting a race here in Guatemala and I'm just so so proud of the team there now these wins are not isolated incidents they're a continuation of the journey that began years ago that we've been telling and retelling the story of in these past few days those initial stories the characters who've entered our lives and left indelible marks they still play their parts they're still driving us and challenging us inspiring us to create more change and expand that circle of impact these are not forgotten chapters that we're reliving and reminiscing on at the moment they are they're the bedrock of the impact narrative so if i was to go back to impact marathon 2015 sat on that plane landing into Kathmandu. Are we now where I thought we would be? Oh, no, 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 we're not. It's been hard. It's been way, way harder than I ever anticipated. But every single up and down has crafted this story. And I've been living and breathing it every single day for eight years. And when you join one of our races, trust me, you're going to feel that journey, that, that soul, that passion, that unabated love for the impact that running can have in communities across the world. You're going to feel it and it's going to leave its mark. That's it. This was real unfiltered. This wasn't scripted. This was just how I'm feeling today. Uh, Pretty unvarnished. If you're a runner, if you're a dreamer, if you just go out there and you do things to make a difference in the world and you're someone who believes that humans can connect across countries, across languages peacefully and and humans can connect and drive towards a better world. I invite you to become part of our continuing narrative. You don't have to join a race. You just have to share this podcast. You don't have to fly to Nepal. You just have to forward on one of our emails. You don't have to run a marathon. We have 10K and 21K as well. (laughs) 
let's keep creating amazing stories together. Thank you so, so much for listening today. Thank you to every single person who's been involved in Impact 2015 since 2015. If there was more ums and ahs and weird pauses and stumblings on words today, I apologize. I'm not even going to try and edit today because I just wanted to give my whole energy to the microphone and to you. So wherever you are, thank you so much. And tomorrow, tomorrow, you're in for a treat because we're going to talk about Nepali bureaucracy. That's all. See you then.